0: You're listening to another Mariners podcast by the fans and for the fans with news and views on the Clareton Blues. piano yeah, on, man. Have a listen. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the summer edition of the Mariners podcast. We say summer, the season is upon us, though. And unfortunately, I haven't got my Mara with us today. Ronnie is stuck on the A1 in traffic, so it's just myself, but I'm not on my own. Um, I've got alongside me um, three very important people when it comes to South Shields Football Club. We've got the management. So we're delighted to have joining the Moraners podcast today. Wes Brown, Kevin Phillips, Lee Pickton. Thank you very much, gentlemen, for taking time out your day on what is a very important day, the day before the, the start of the new season. And I want to start um, by just getting a further flavour from you all about how much uh, you've enjoyed pre-season because there's been a lot of change since April, Um, not least the fact that Lee, you're back coaching again. So I'll ask you firstly, um, what have you enjoyed this summer compared to maybe if you look at what you were doing last summer?
1: Yeah, very different, (laughs) first and foremost. Um, But no, you know, I've, I've always... very passionate about being on the grass and coaching with the players and um, just absolutely delighted to have the opportunity to work with kevin and obviously wes Um, and it has been it's been an exciting summer so far lots of um well the, the squad is materially materially different to the squad that finished the season i think we all took a step back after you know what happened at the end of last season to reflect honestly on where we felt we need, you know, what direction we need to go in moving moving forwards, and um, I think the, the whole atmosphere and environment that that, that Kevin's you know created um, with the first team has been absolutely superb, and, and that, I think that's been reflected in what the fans have seen so far this pre season.
0: It's been very positive from a lot of fans throughout the summer on all the different forums. Whereas for you? Um, Twelve months ago, you were with the academy, I guess.
2: Yeah, twelve months ago yeah I was uh, Preparing for yet another um, academic years it will be within an academy. Um, so yeah, a bit different now. Although the coaching style hasn't changed, so it's still still have the same you know, principles and philosophy I've always had and beliefs with that's been ingrained since being here at South Shields and that has been a huge learning journey for me from this from coming in to have done a master's degree in that time as well, to then to where I sit now.
0: So in terms of you're a Shields lad, yeah? Yeah. So, being assistant manager at your hometown club, must make you excited to come to work every morning?
2: Oh, it definitely does. It's nice to, uh, I suppose, have a brown in the family that's in the newspaper for the right reasons. Most people <laughs> that'll, that'll know me will know who my dad is. So, um, yeah, it's been nice to have some good news.
0: Fantastic. And Kevin, 12 months ago, um, what were you up to, actually? Were the you <laughs> <laughs> well, your TV work, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but obviously, there's a Lee's said a, a big change in philosophy. Um, there was a root and branch review carried out post April, um, and obviously, to to bring Lee back onto the grass was that something that's come from you or from a, a, a collective?
3: Yeah, yeah, it's. Um first and foremost there were some tough decisions that had to be made at the end of last season. Um you know it's a big learning curve for me, my first time in management, to be brought in halfway through the season, you know, and into an environment that, you know, I wasn't too familiar with. Of course I've played in non league but that was a long, long, long time ago. Um, it's been in the professional game for a long time been in the coaching setup in a professional environment and then doing the tv work so to come into this environment was a big eye-opener for me but one that i, I took the challenge on and I've, I've enjoyed every minute of it there certainly isn't any regrets of course i wanted to take this club up i wanted to get promoted and that was what i was brought in to do so it never happened so i see that as a failure in my eyes and i said to the players and i said to, to the coaching staff that when I. When I Analyze my career. I've not had too many failures in it, so you know I've always been successful, and that's not me being big-headed, but you know. So I was disappointed. I was gutted, and you have to take time to reflect, and I had to make big decisions in terms of players, letting players go, uh, not taking options up on players. We very quickly had a meeting with the owner and Lee and Wes, and we decided the direction we wanted to go in, and. You know, I only seen Lee as, as you know, the football director, or, or CEO, so, it, you know, I, I only knew uh, Lee in that capacity, but I'd obviously heard of what he told me, what he'd done at the football club in terms of on the grass, uh, and with Graham, and they were very successful, so, you know, when it was put to me, the idea, you know, I'd be daft not to, to take that, you know, with his experience and his knowledge of the league, coupled with what Wes knows about the football club, so... It was quickly decided, yeah. I thought it was the right thing to do. Yeah. And, you know, we didn't dwell on it. We sorted it out, and here we sit now, you know, having a very successful pre season, looking forward to the start of the proper season. Was it, was it difficult
0: last season, coming in in January, um, to manage a team that you didn't create? You know, that you didn't create that team? Um, so, the training habits, everything else, uh, was that difficult? At first,
3: I wouldn't say no. It wasn't that difficult, from being honest. Um, obviously, we're a full-time club, so you know I pretty much know how a full-time club works from day to day. Um, you know, the biggest thing for me was how quickly I had to analyse the squad, and you know, it's very clear straight away that the balance of the team for for, for me wasn't quite right. Um, but I had to go with it, I and mean, it's it's very unique, really, isn't it? When you're thinking football, you're coming into A team after a manager has been relieved of his duties, sitting second in the league, you know, it very rarely happens. Um, So, you know, I said to Lee, "There's there's not an awful lot wrong. Uh, It just needed tweaking." And you know, at the end of the day, we we fell three points short of getting promotion. And you know, when we look back at it, there's some results that if we'd have just done something a little bit better, we would have won the league. So, you know, it wasn't all doom and gloom. It wasn't a disaster. Uh, But in my eyes, it was because we never got promoted. So. You know, it was quite an easy transition if I'm being honest for my first managerial job it would have been a lot different if we were sitting bottom of the league um, so you know, my, my biggest thing was to try and just create an environment where the players want to come to work and enjoy coming to work and that is one of my biggest things because I've put my football head on my playing head on is I've played under managers where I woke up in the morning and it's a chore to go to work where it shouldn't be like that mm. because you're doing the best thing in the world and you're doing something we love so that's the environment we try to to create here, and I think we've been quite successful at it. If you ask the players, it's not always going to please everyone. No, no. Uh, um, but you know where we sit now compared to when I came through the door, I, I firmly believe is a million miles away.
0: It looks it. I mean, for for one, a lot of players are going around with smiles on their faces that we see mm. in, in in photographs. Whereas for you, um, prior to Kevin coming in, you're with the academy. Um, has, there, has there been a, a big shift or a big change in your your day to day work, because you're still coaching, you were coaching, are, are the demands different?
2: Yeah, the demands are, are slightly different. Yeah, within it, it shifts a little bit from um, really life skills of the academy players, of for and the most important bit that mm-hmm. we need to get through. nice football can take that little bit of a backward step when you're within the academy and then getting them prepared for going into an industry that's ruthless. they have to realise that and the hard work that comes from that. Isn't always on the pitch, that's the most important bit. It's off yeah. the pitch, they need to get that bit right. That's the hardest bit, especially when they haven't already been in, a, in an academy in that elite environment, which often the lads that come to South Shields as new scholars are So that's why we then set up the now 90 16 academy to try and provide that platform so we, they know the expectations coming into the 16 and 90s. So by the
0: time they get to that level, they, they've got a, yeah. a package within them to, to cope. Um, just for the for people who are listening in, what's your coaching background? If you could give us a little bit of background on where you've come from.
2: Oh, I started coaching about well, 12 years ago now. I first started coaching as a job yeah, within the Foundation of Light. Um, so working in schools, um, and then ended up at Eastern College with uh, Michael Prockner, yeah. then Dan Holloway. I um, then worked with Foundation of Light, then started working at Southern Academy. I um, had quite a successful time, six years at Southern Academy. Um, I was fortunate, fortunate enough to have like a really good group for uh, four years of that um, my time there. So yeah, and then uh, I worked with Jamie Williams. Yes. Uh, yeah. At the academy, and then Jamie then started working at the South Shields. We'd got on really well together. Um, we ended up doing the same masters degree, but I was a year behind Jamie, so it fitted really well. Yeah. yeah. And I came to volunteer at South Shields first, with being my hometown club, and then um, yeah, that's just everything fell into place then after that You've seen this come from just being a part-time to full-time to then setting up the Futures Academy at um, Mortimer to then being in charge of the, the whole academy which was a huge job yeah. Fantastic. So the root and branch
0: review was carried out um, and if we look at on the field um, I've been trying to, to work out who's come in and who's gone out um, I looked at the, the squad that we had in April and um, players who've gone out Dom Agnew John Shaw Nathan Lowe Mitch Rose Blair Ross and Alex Kempster. Um, the the lads who've come in they all look so no disrespect to any players but last year players who were coming in all seemed to be speaking from a I don't know pre-written script when they came in these lads to us appeared to be speaking from the heart with a, a clear focus when they've come in the likes of Martin Smith Michael woods you could see in from and here just the difference um, how did these lads become um, noticeable how did you do you have a specific uh, network or
3: yeah. so you know you, you know yourself where you obviously made a lot of signings, there's been a lot of comings and goings, and one of the biggest signings that we made at the end of last season was Joe Monks, our head of recruitment. Now I'm going to hold my hands up, you know, there's some players on there that I'd never even heard of, so I'm relying quite heavily on, of course I can go on Y-Scout, I can speak to people that know these players, but I'm relying quite heavily on Joe and Lee and Dwezz's their, their knowledge of the non-league football and these players that they've come up against. So Joe's done an incredible job since he's been at the football club. Um, you know, it's always one of those. He come in when he was interviewed, and you know, everyone's going to come in and interview well and speak well and say they can do this and they can do that. And we've all dealt with them people, and they haven't been able to to produce. Joe's produced. You know, we are very lucky to have him. Yep. Um, you know, the players that he puts forward and and. Believe me, you know, that the, the viewers need to hear that we, we ain't a club where we just sat and looked at thousands and thousands of players. We had an idea of what we wanted. I had a high idea of the ki- types of players, the types of characters that we need at the football club. We give that to Joe. Joe goes and does his work. And he gives us a very, very small list of players. He recommends the one that he, he would potentially take. And then at the end of the day, it's down to myself yeah, to press the green light with the backing of, of, of Jeff, which has been fantastic. Yeah. So Joe's been a, been probably one of the biggest signings of the summer, and he's been, you know, to, to be able to get these types of players across the line with yeah. the, the league experience that's there is, and this is no disrespect to South Shields, you know, would they have been able to attract those types of players two or three years ago? I, I'm not so sure they would. So that just shows you how far the football clubs come, and we are heading in the right direction. And these players have been, you know, we the due diligence done for footballers is massive now. Hence, why you've just said you could probably just sense when you have talked to these players, they're passionate about yeah. their their life. Their, There's a look their, in their, their eye. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's and we were very conscious of that when we were recruiting. And you're not always going to get it right, but I think we've pretty got it bang on at the moment. And you know, so Joe Joe's been a huge huge signing for us. Uh,
0: Lee, were you aware of John Munson in any way? I mean, or, or
1: any of these players? Yeah. Just to build on what Kevin's just said, I think, you know, um, I was contacted by Joe, um, obviously, before we made the appointment and had a couple of one on one conversations with him. Um, introduced him to Jeff. You know, I think, like Kevin said before, you know, you can bring somebody, you can bring lots of people into an interview and they're, they're all going to say the right things at the right times. But I just quickly, I've always believed in, in going off gut instinct, you know, I'm a strong believer in, in gut instinct and after a couple of conversations I had initially with Joe, I just got a really, really good feeling about him and um, we had those conversations, That they, they then moved to face-to-face conversations, Jeff came in, we, we were just in the Kevin and, um, and across the board, we just, you know, I, I reflect on time that I spent with Graham as, as joint managers, you know, over quite a long period and, you know, we can both, along with others, be very proud of, of what we achieved. but I think if we're going to be really honest about our reflections, I think the recruitment side of things was would never be put into the bracket of one of our kind of strong points, if you, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Because it's very difficult to coach and manage and recruit at the, at the same time. You know, the the whole landscape with players has changed massively in non league football now you know it's you've got lots of agents that you need to deal with it's just it's just a, a vastly different landscape to what it was even even 10 15 years ago yeah and i think um, what i think it's been a real team effort between the, the the four of us between kevin between joe between myself and wes i think what we did really successfully was we outlined a really clear process from start to finish in terms of all the way from initial player identification all the way through to when that player was sat down and ready to sign that bit of paper for us um, and become a contracted player at the football club. And we stuck really rigidly to that process and I think it served us massively well but it has been a team effort, you know, in terms of us doing the right level of due diligence. We were really, really clear think a lot of our, a lot of our um, recruitment was highly targeted this time around in terms of we, we in the background came up with a really clear methodology in terms of our style of play, you know, how we wanted to settle the pitch, the characteristics that we felt were deficient in the squad and kind of profiled the type of players across the different positions that we needed and then it was kind of like over to Joe to try and with that information, and then he would come back to us, and then we would continue down the, 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 the process. And um, so, yeah, you know, I, th- I think you know we've, we've now signed nine nine players, um, yep. including Conor New. and that announced morning. this morning, and obviously time will tell. But I think every single one of those players will have a hugely positive impact on on uh, next season and hopefully beyond.
0: Well, they've already had a massive impact pre-season. There's a lot of people talking about a lot of different players for a lot of different reasons. The results in pre-season have been positive. Uh, early doors, obviously, one or two defeats, but generally, I mean, the, the, I don't do much of pre-season because of my own other sport commitments. But um, the game I saw at Hebbin, it, the just the the whole kind of dynamic was like chalk and cheese compared to what we watched last season. Um, so the the energy levels are there. The fitness looked to have been there. Um, it appears that the players have bought in to what you've asked them to do as well. Um, can you give us a little bit of a flavour on how they've trained? We've seen them on the beach, we've seen them in the MMA gym, we've seen them all over the shop. Um, yeah, what, what, what's brought all of this through?
3: Well, I, I think I made it pretty clear that at the end of last season, I wasn't happy with their levels of fitness. When I first took the job, I thought being full time, we'd be running over teams in the last 20 minutes, 25 minutes. And if I'm being honest, I didn't really see it. The only game I seen it was when we were at home, I think we were 2 nil down, and we come out, and JJ scored the four goals in the yeah. second half. Yeah, Nantwich. Which, Nantwich, and we run all over in the second half. Um, but apart from that, I didn't really see the fitness levels kicking in the last 20 minutes. So that, that actually surprised me a little bit. Um, so I, I made it clear to the players did in my interview, after us, that we will, without a shadow of a doubt, be the fittest team in the league next season. Because um, we'll have a, a full preseason under our belt again. Alongside Joe Monks, another addition, which is very crucial for us, is Lee Moore, who's come on the S and C side. So his knowledge, his experience of, of the fitness side of it is, is massive. We have to utilise that being a full-time full-time team, because we have to use it as an. We have to use it as an advantage, and players have brought into everything that we wanted to do they, they're as hurt as anyone the lads, for not going up last season we feel responsible for letting people down You know the, the people in the town the supporters that have travelled everywhere have been excellent so we owe it to them but also we owe it to ourselves yeah. uh, and the new players coming in have brought into it straight away these new players that have come in with Jordan have done pre-seasons after pre-seasons at a very you know good level so it was just trying to get the balance right of, of how hard to work them and how hard not to work them and the biggest thing for me pre-season it's a long six weeks and if you continue to do the same stuff day in and day out here at the training ground players get bored uh, so you have to come up with different ways of trying to keep them their mind active you know um, different training sessions different things to just keep their mind stimulated and you know when Wes mentioned his mates got an N- MMA gym down the road it was like and I've done it before at clubs it's, it's fantastic you know it just brings something else to to the squad, we've been to the beach, you know, it's why would you not use those resources that are on your doorstep, of course, you know, and and it's just another slight advantage that we can use going into the season, so I actually think, although I think it's gone quite I think it's long, but now we're here sitting the day before the season starts, I think it's actually gone quite quick, and I'd like, you know, I spoke to the players today, they feel very, very fit uh, as fit as they've ever been, and that's a great sign for us, we've had very limited amount of injuries as well, which is which is a bonus. Um, so I, I think it's gone, gone really, really well. Really well.
0: And is the mood in the whole camp ready?
1: <laughs> Everyone's ready. Yeah, they were ready. I think they were ready. Ten days ago, yeah, they? You know, Just at it a little bit. I think. When doesn't help, it, does it, when the league started yeah, two exactly. weeks ago and we're
3: you know, two weeks later? Yeah. which is bizarre
0: especially when you think we're going to be playing Saturday, Tuesday until the middle of October. Yeah. Which, we've had this conversation before, Lee. August bank holiday, Saturday, Monday. Yeah. It's it's Just asking for
1: trouble. Still. Yeah, but I think the weather's going to be as hot as this. I think what we've got now, Chris, is a a squad that we trust implicitly. You know what I mean? We've got we've got 20 players or so who very good level that we know we can. You know, we we have that. We have to balance things up all the time. You know, um, you want some level of consistency and continuity. But at the same time, you don't want. You, you've got to you've got to create that competition. There's already competition for places, as we've seen. But you've also got to protect people, and you've got to give everybody opportunities to contribute. And then, you know, there's there's no area of the pitch. Um Where we don't feel like there's a well, there's a, a number two if you like that is equally as equally as good and, and clearly can, can really you know so again some of it would be dependent on form um there'll be obviously injuries thrown in there but we, we just feel like we're we're really well set to go and, and deal with the challenges that we're never going to face across the season so um
0: it's just been announced in the last twenty four hours or so that. Tumba Masanka has gone out on loan Will Jenkins has gone out on loan Uh, Will there be any more kind of going out on loan or whatever because there's a lot come in and there's a lot come in yeah so
3: well to to answer that at this precise moment I have no intentions of sending anyone out on loan but football being football now I've had to pick my first 11 going to be people that are disappointed there's yeah. going to be people that will miss out on squads so naturally as time moves on there will be lots of knocks at my door, players that will want to play football Yeah. and I'll have to just monitor it day by day uh, but as we sit here now you know, we felt with Toms and, and Will particularly Will he's still a very young lad uh, I couldn't guarantee him football week in and week out, I couldn't guarantee that he'd be on the bench I think he's a, we think very highly of him, that's why we've Give him a new contract, Uh, but I think for his development, he needs to go and play football. He's he's impressed us this pre season. He's looked the fittest he's ever uh, felt and looked. So he just needs to go and play football. You know, Tums is another one. He just he's not. You know, he's not in my plans. Uh, And I was very honest with players during the summer. I wanted to make it clear uh, who is and who isn't. You know, I wanted to have a look at him pre-season and, you know, he just doesn't quite fit what I'm all about. So, you know, I was honest with him and he was great with it. So Tom's also going to play football, so that's hence why he's gone out. Um, But at the minute, I'm quite happy where we are. But if I get a knock on my door Monday morning from a player who hasn't played this weekend, then we'll have a discussion. The the biggest thing for me, I will not keep anyone here that doesn't want to be here. I want people here that are focused, determined, you know, got the attitude that if I'm not playing, I'll work my socks off to get into your side see it, what I did with Nathan Lowe last season you spit your throw your toys out the pram, spit your dummy out whatever I've got no time for that uh, you can move on as long as it's right for the club yeah. you can go uh, I want the right kind of people in I think what we've done now with the players that we have recruited we can almost as staff and from my experience as managers and coaches you want to be able to take a little bit of a back seat and let the players police the dressing room and I felt we didn't have that last season now we've got it seeing
0: the benefits of these new players that have come in yeah um, obviously ronnie's not here today he was going to ask you um, he's been to a, a few of the pre-season games um, ronnie can't remember anything about beric because he drank a lot <laughs> yeah um, i spoke to ronnie after yeah, the game um, he probably doesn't remember that conversation no, uh, but the, Scar- <laughs> the scarborough game um, he really saw a more physical backline and a more mobile and tough tackling midfield. Now, looking at the players, you're, was that was that really pop, Kevin? You've mentioned yeah. what you you've noticed that in the review. That's clear already. Um, so it's working. Yeah.
3: Well, it's great to you know hear that people are actually seeing what we're trying to implement. Mm. And you know we know football. I don't think it. You know whether I'm wrong about it, but I didn't think it took a rocket science. To, to work out what we needed. Uh, we needed, i.e., men in the dressing room to be able to roll your sleeves up on a cold Tuesday night away at Ashton. You know, we might not be able to play our silky football. We need men that are gonna you are gonna demand and you know battle for ninety minutes. At home, you know, we need we, we, we need that core player of leaders. I felt we didn't have enough leaders in, in the group last season. I felt we didn't have enough pace the squad, so you know, we I think the balance now of the maturity in the squad to, to the young lads is, is excellent. And you know, the midfield area, when you look at that midfield area, there's so much competition there, there's so much league experience football. You know, the spine of the team looks really, really strong. Uh, of course, bringing Lewis in not so long ago, Lewis Alessandro, again, you know, has only ever played league football Absolutely. To, be able to, bring someone, to, to be able to bring someone to the football club that you know is prepared yeah. to drop down to this level again speaks volumes for the foot, for the football and I think also he's looked and thought South Shields are going places and I want to be a part of that so you know again the balance of the squad it doesn't guarantee you success but it gives you a much better advantage than, than any other team in this league um, I'll
0: put this open to any three of you um, so the players who have come in have they kind of how to put this Raise the levels of the players who were already here in terms of day-to-day training, motivation.
2: Um... Yeah, I know <sighs> what you I mean. Yeah, definitely within some of our young lads here. Start to see, as we've noticed with our Gomez, has had a real big impact on him. Um, his consistency now is much better than it has been in terms yeah. of. He's always had to work on his connection, especially top end of the pitch. It's always been that little bit that's let him down. Um, especially when he's in the academy, he's come back strong, fit. Now he's making great decisions at the top end of the pitch. He's chipping in with goals. And yeah, the likes of Hodgie can only improve yeah. him, from that. Jack in another one at the back. Now you'll learn from the likes of Gary Little and Tom coming in, to, who have real good, now they're being professionals for many years now. I don't mind saying that, I hope. But uh, now he's got, when you look at Gary Little, he, he oozes professionalism yeah. in everything he does. Yeah. So but they can only benefit from that, but yeah, it's a much much better environment
0: now. And I noticed in the the team photograph, uh, James McGeorge was in there. Mm-hmm. Not, i obviously I've kind of watched a little bit how he's progressed. But I mean, for him to come into the yes. squad, what what's he done in particular? You mentioned Zhao there. What's he done to get himself a squad? A, well, a he's, photo shoot anyway.
3: He stepped up, you know. I. I Wes brought him into the fold at the beginning of the preseason and asked me whether I had an issue. No, I, you know, I want to give these young players a chance. Yeah. Uh, he's still very, very young, but he's impressed us all immensely for being such a, a, a small, slight lad. You know, you've seen in his performances; he plays like a person that's been playing the game for you know two or three years. So, you know, he's an exciting young talent, but we just got to be careful with him. You know, he, he'll dip in and out now of the, of the first team squad in terms of his training schedule. Uh, but he showed already if, we're, if we are right down to, to the bare bones then we've got a player there that we know can handle the pressure of playing with the first team he hasn't been phased by any of it uh, he's still developing he's still very young but he's exciting and you know, if he can't benefit off of playing alongside Michael Woods and, mm. and Martin Smith and, and even Will McGowan then you know, we're struggling but he's certainly stepped up to the plate that's for sure
0: Because Will McGowan stepped up last season, I think he was a player we, we as supporters felt was a little bit on the small side of you know, but he he just whatever came his way, he had an answer last season. Lee,
1: I think Will is somebody who excites us all here at the football club. I think um, he had what you would class as a breakthrough season last year. Um, But you know what he's what he's produced. Terms of his performance levels in and around the training ground and on match days over pre-season. I think we've got a we've got a real player on our hands, and um, I think you know people people will always kind of point at his his stature physically, but the way he handles himself and the ball, he's so difficult to play against, and, and he's got that skill set that allows him to you know he, he uses his body really well in terms of. Faints and disguise, but also you know he knows how to protect the ball. And whilst we, we sometimes um, complain about the the level of officiating at, at our level, mm. you know he he, he does he, he draws fouls and he knows how to draw fouls. He knows how to play the game in a clever way. And I think um, that you know the, the size of him physically does not affect his ability. If it, you know if it was a game of football and I think the way that we've set the team up now really lends itself well to, to, yeah. to how he plays and I'm so I'm, I don't know the other guys you know Kevin and, and Wes feel excited to see him. so excited to see how he you know potentially tears it up this season he's, 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 uh, he's such a, he's a clever player yeah you know will doesn't need to get himself involved in battles
3: it's um, constantly absorbing stuff anyways you know, he's constantly asking questions, yeah. which for a young player is excellent, and he takes it on board. Pro- perhaps sometimes takes it on board too much, yeah. But he's learning, and you know, for us as coaches, we'd rather have that than no one ask anything. Um, so you know, we are really excited. But he scored a goal in training today that was mm-hmm. just, even, you know, we're all clapping. Just even the players were like, "Wow, that was incredible."
0: He was the one player who, for us, when we were going around the country last year, commenting. He was the one player during those away games that still stood out. He,
3: he was the one that looked as though he was kind of almost on his own. He times. Don't shy away though. He's one of those players. If, if he gives the ball away. He wants it again. Yeah. You know. He's. He's. Listen. Will's gonna. There's gonna be times where Will probably the game isn't suited for Will. So you know, I think that's one of the biggest things that I've learned as well is that I perhaps reflecting on my time, I probably should have rotated maybe a little bit more when we went Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. Um, but I always felt if I ever become a manager and we won a game I always felt that why change it but I think we have learned now especially at this level probably need to mix it up a bit and hence you know with the squad we've got now you know I was very clear with the players that you know we will be rotating this year so you either buy into it or you go it's as simple as that so we all want the same thing and we all benefit from the same thing which is promotion and everyone's going to play their part this season and you know it's just about are on that pitch, it's giving your it all and, and trying to play to the best of your ability.
0: Again, we go back to the, the numbers of players who have been brought in. Um, of course, you couldn't do that without the support of the chairman. Um, uh, it, 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 it has this been classed as the season. This is the season we are going to... <laughs> so last season wasn't, <laughs> you know. Well, no, I mean, if you look at if you look at what was if you look at twelve months ago, the recruitment was still ongoing,
4: yeah.
0: And it really wasn't. There wasn't much done really compared to what this summer. Most of these players have been in way before preseason, yeah. So actually, um. The support was there last season, but it, it just appears that this summer has been even more. I'm, I'm, so, has been a conscious part of that root and branch thing that this is the year that it's going to be done without wanting to put too much pressure on everybody?
3: I, I don't mind the pressure, you know, I'll speak as the manager, because ultimately at the ultimate end of the day, it, it falls on my shoulders. And I've told, we yes, opened up with me, disappointed not to have got promoted last year, feel like a failure everyone I won't let that happen again so promotion is you know is the intention simple as that yeah. uh, but I have to be careful that you don't put too much pressure on these players they know you know we are the, clearly the bookies favourites to go up the expectation of South Shields winning every week they have to deal with that which again I didn't think we dealt with brilliantly last season everyone wants to beat us because we're the big time Charlies of the league which again we didn't have the type of characters to deal with that I think we have now you yeah. know they ain't phase Gary Lidder, who's played over 700 league appearances um so you know they, but they've got to deal with it and it's as simple as that they've got to deal with people coming to the first crowd wanting to beat us it's like they their they're, yeah. they're cut fine. and we've had that we've seen it last season we got beat away at Mikko it's like they've won the world cup they're smashing on our door and I, I use that as a tool as if say you know that's how much it means to these people to beat you you've got to be able to deal with that yeah um and I think with the characters we've got, we'll be able to do that this season. It's yeah. not going to listen. We're not going to win every game. We all know that. Yeah. There's going to be setbacks, but what I will guarantee is there won't be too many setbacks. If we do have a setback, we'll have a reaction. It's as simple as that. But promotion is, you know, my my main priority, and that's how we sit now.
0: Have any of the players who were already here, um, kind of, in, intimated that there are some scores to settle? Is that kind of that kind of attitude come across with the when I mentioned the, earlier about the the new players have raised the bar and lifted the lads who were already here
1: out of those lads or anything we're gonna we're gonna prove these wrong this year we're gonna I just think we've got a squad who you look throughout the squad lit with players who are good enough to play at a, at a higher level in some cases a much much higher level and I think. They're here at the club because they're bought into the, the vision and ambition of the club, and you know, we talked about where we want to get to, and they want to get there just as just as quickly. And, and I think you know this this season, it's about just taking that step towards where where they and where the club want to want to ultimately be. Um, I don't think there's any like, you have to ask the, the players yeah. that, were, that were in the squad themselves.
2: The I uh, necessarily verbally said it, but by the actions, we can yeah. see. I mean, Jordan Hunt has a 6.5% body fat. Miles um, Bowley's dropped his body fat. We were just seeing Miles yesterday on the beach he was, when he's running. He, sh- he stripped a bit of fat off of Milo and A lot of them have, but some of them are the fittest they've ever been. So yeah. that is where they're, they're at at the minute. So they're not always that verbal, but by their actions, they definitely have.
0: Yeah, I noticed. to stop when the, the lads who were kind of either taking their tops off or lifting their tops at heaven. The, you know, they're ripped some of these lads are ripped they look, they
3: look like professional footballers and that's how we should be in a yeah. professional environment yeah. um, you know we, we we said it ourselves um, you know the lads that we brought in who have been full time you can just tell the difference with their mm-hmm. body shape their legs they look professional footballers and that was where we wanted our players that have been here for a while to look like Yeah. they did you know they, every one of them come back as fit as they could be they were stuck to the off season program and they came back which for coaching staff is brilliant get the balls out pretty much straight away. I think going back to what you said in terms of, I think it's like a self-pride thing as well yes. with the players that have played higher level. They're not coming down to this level just to see their careers out and foul. You know, that's, that's for them. There's no score to settle. I think they've probably got their own personal score to settle. They want to be a part of a successful team uh, and they want their careers to progress. And now we've always said to these players that, yes, we're not a selling club, but we'll never stand in the way of players come here as successful and if a big club, club club comes chasing them because you've done so well here, you know, we'll take pride in that, but then we'll also try and help that player go and play, you know, yeah. at the highest level they can possibly, as long as, it, again, it's right for the club financially, we wouldn't start standing in anyone's way, yeah. so it's, you know, I think for me it's a bit of a self-pride thing as well as an individual.
0: Good, good. So tomorrow's a big kick-off, um, everybody's excited, of course. Um so now we have a three pronged kind of team here so on the touch line will it be three or I remember you going into the stand a couple of times in in the later days Lee when you were with Graham yeah. uh, for the first half of games a- have
1: you got anything in mind or are you just gonna
0: yeah,
4: do it
1: as you see it no we've had, a, we've had a chat about this and I think um, Kevin's the manager of the first team he, he needs to be front and centre Touchline. I think um, we've, we've all, all three of us, have got different strengths and, and weaknesses. Like, and I think one of the most healthy conversations we've had, and we've had lots of healthy conversations, is is about how we try and, you know, play to people's strengths, both with the playing staff, but also with the coaching management staff as well. So, yep. you know, I, I think the last two three games we've, we've looked at an approach where. I've maybe sat, sat in the stands and, and taken a, 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 a backward seat and um, just looked at things from a more tactical perspective and then fed that information. You know, it, I've, I've, been where, I've obviously been where Kevin stands every week myself and I know just how difficult it is sometimes when you're at ground level to see the bigger picture sometimes when everything's flying in front of your face um, and just the angle of stuff um so I think you know we've, we've looked at all of our different responsibilities and, and, and how we play the play to our strengths um you know on a, on a match day as well and so you know we, it's always there's always room for tinkering it again yeah, and doing yeah, different yeah. things I, I'm,
3: I'm, I'm very much sure the guys will tell you and I'm very open-minded it's not going to be set in our ways and you know I think the biggest thing for me is important that on the touchline when as we start panicking, it reflects onto the players, and that can't happen. Yeah. Uh, our team talks, my team talks, are always very, very calm. I think the days of shouting and screaming at players has gone. You don't get any reaction. You might, the odd player might need that, but in general now, you just need to talk to them, yeah. and give them information, and pat them on the back most of the times. Um, so we are very. You'll come if you were to come here every day. We're very calm things right and when it's time to work it's time to work and we know you know we, we know what we're doing. Um, so in terms of the balance on the touchline, you know, yeah we'll, it could change from, from week to week. It's just how we see it. But I think Lee's right sometimes I work for Nigel uh, Pearson at Leicester and, and he always sat in the stand the first half, connected to me on a on a mic and that's the manager. And you know sometimes an aerial view can give you so much better perspective of a game than like Lee's home when it's hundred mile an hour pitch side so you know the balance of that will change throughout
0: the season Brilliant, well gentlemen um, the half time whistle as, it, as we call it um, we, look, we look to try and fill 45 minutes, we're nearly there um, on behalf of Ronnie and everyone linked with the Mariners podcast thank you very much for taking time out of your day to speak to us um, and on behalf of all the supporters um, we wish you well we wish you all the very best as the season starts tomorrow, and um, you will have us backing you every step of the way, one hundred percent. So, where's Kevin Lee on behalf of everyone at the podcast? Thank you very much indeed.
2: Cheers, thank you, Thanks, Chris.
4: Cheers. Hello, everyone. Sorry, I couldn't make it today. I've been uh, come back from Orton Towers, so I've been on holiday this week. No major injuries, except for earlier in the week where uh, I knocked the my front cap out again but all good, so Chris uh, obviously had a lot on his mind and uh, he he, wanted, he normally does the um, outbro in his own specific style, so he's asked me to do it so thanks for that Chris so all I have to say is thank you for listening, we do really appreciate it, from myself Ronnie, Chris Wes, Kevin and Lee See you all tomorrow. It's going to be a great season. I have no doubt about that. Very entertaining. And of course, the community spirit comes back tomorrow when i first leak in. So, you take care everyone. And up the Mariners.
0: Thanks for listening to this Mariners podcast. There'll be another one along soon, before you can see it.